Hey, 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 everybody. It's Grouchy Surge, the Fat Man in Vegas, and this is the ninth confessional of 2020. So, I'm going to start this out talking about my feet. Oh, that's right, that's right. My feet hurt. They're dry. They're cracking. Um, yeah, I go through this uh, every few months, and I know I should just lotion my feet all the time in order to avoid it, but I don't. And then I pay for it, and then they start cracking, and then it starts hurting, and then I start lotioning them until it heals, and then I'm like, I'm good, I'm good, until the next time that pain comes around. So let's kick this off by copying off of Mr. Capri, and talk about three things I am uh, thankful for. One, I am thankful for uh, Sean Capri, James Johnson, in the Pants Podcast. In this Pants Podcast, you know, it's kind of like this weird little weekly meta talky talky thing and then Sean records his stuff but you know Sean's been on his health kick he's been doing burpees uh James is talking about how he's trying to get more exercise how he's trying to get in better shape and this motivation is helping me to get back on the path where I have lost my way I have a lot of excuses for why I lost my way but that's what it comes down to is uh they are all excuses and I keep I keep maintaining and then like doing like a week or so of doing well and then like falling off but maintaining and then like do a week or so of doing well but this this time of year has come and I'm going to get into this in a little bit but there's something happening right now that is going to help my mental focus and help me get back to where I want to be but I want to do, I do want to point out, I want to say that I'm happy for the Pants Podcast. I'm happy for that little interaction every week. And I'm happy that this is giving me some more motivation to pick back up and get to where I want to be instead of going back to where I was. Now, one second while I let the dog in. The second thing I am grateful for the PlayStation Vita. Seriously, I I get it. I get my lifestyle. I get what makes my gaming tick, and that's the ability to play portably. So, the Switch, the Vita, the 3DS. But recently, for no apparent reason, I picked up my Vita, and I started scrolling through the games on there. And I was like, I just want to see. I mean, obviously, if you just leave the thing in standby, it'll stay charged for like 700 years. So there was still power. I didn't have to charge it. But I went through the games, and I was like, maybe there's something on here catching my, my eye because I'm just, I don't have the motivation. I don't have the drive to play anything recently. And something did catch my eye. And that is, uh, if you follow me on the Twitters, I've been posting about it. I've been doing screenshots. I've been putting it in Discord. Dan Ganrampa 2. Uh, it had been almost two years since I started that game. It had been almost two years since Jace told me I would be an idiot if I played anything other than that whole series. Just drop everything I'm doing. Quit life. Quit my job. Sit in a room and play Danganronpa series until it's over because it's that worthwhile. So I, I, I picked it up. I started over. I started my save file up again. Um, and I looked and I was about 13 hours into the game. I had finished uh, two class trials, and that's where I quit, because 
after doing the first game and then getting 13 hours into the second, I guess I just needed a break. But after about 30 minutes of getting back into the swing of Dan Ganrampa, I am fully addicted again. I am fully hooked on the story. I am fully driven by its craziness, the crazy cast of characters, Monokuma, and all the weird crap that he's doing to them, trying to get them to murder each other, and uh, the class trials. Um, you know, there's some things I don't exactly like about the game. There's some, like, mini-games that I don't exactly like. But I want to say that I just finished... I think chapter four. I've got two chapters left. I'm now like 26 hours into the game. So I've put another 13 hours since I picked it back up. And they just killed off my favorite character. I'm very sad. Um, however, the way that character died, I am completely okay with. I enjoyed the way they brought it about. The way that they portrayed him. And I, I'll get over it. I, I have no choice to. I have to move on and see how this story ends because I still have uh, Ultra Despair Girls and Danganronpa 3 to get through at some point. So, what that leads me to is I'm going to beat this game. It's probably going to take me about another week to do it. Still haven't gotten to my A game. Not sure. Um, unless I buy Alien Isolation on the Switch, I might have to uh, throw a curveball out there and, you know play something else that starts with an A. Um, I might have to play Astral Chain, which is on the list. I might have to, and I'm picking it up because, well, I haven't even pre-ordered it yet, but I want to pick it up. I want to pick it up because of the community. I want to pick it up because y'all got me excited out there. You know, the Adams out there, the Bobbies, the Johns, everybody is excited about this game. Some of the backloggers are excited about this game. Some of the backlog busters are excited about this game. And if I can play this game and interact with with the uh, the people in my podcast, and we can like form this village and this community, this backlog crossing, kind of want to play Animal Crossing. Never really been into the series, but I am hyped for it. I want to play it. I want to play it with everybody else. I want to experience it. I want to talk about it. I want to devour it. Um... So maybe Animal Crossing becomes my A game, and because Animal Crossing is a long-term game... Ooh, give me a second. Give me... Because Animal Crossing is a long-term video game with no real end in sight, I can put that as my A game and move on to my C game. That's right, my C game. And for all of you out there listening, named Ryan Craig, my C game is Control. I know you got a plan. I know you've, you're deviously plotting. You're going to confuse me with math and then smack me back upside the head. But I think my C game is Control. I'm going to try to see if I can put it in my PlayStation and remote play it through my Vita or remote play it through my computer, my laptop. We'll see. Um, third thing I'm grateful for is my... I swear I've said this before, but it's my rocket book. Seriously, guys. I love stupid, geeky things. I I love random technology. And this isn't even really tech. This is just, you know, laminated paper and erasable pe- pens. But I love my rocket book. It is actually... It is changing the way that I do things. Now, 
I still have a bunch of uh, pen and paper. I, I've been jotting notes on everything I'm doing for the Backlog Busters for this year in my Deadpool notebook journal thing. I have my notes for this episode here. I should start taking notes because the Backlog Busters are recording Saturday. Um, I still have this. It's my pen and paper. It's my handy. It's going to be like this binder to my future where every year I'm going to keep one. But the Rocket Book is like changing the way I do stuff at work. It's changing the way, you know, I do a little bit of stuff with my wife. I, uh, I'm now fully into just doing my budget on the Rocket Book, bringing out the app, snapping that screenshot of it, and sending it to my wife. Uh, when I write work lists for work, uh, when I go over like the departmental wins and losses and stuff like that, you know, I do it in my rocket book and I bring out my app and I have it set up that I can just automatically send it to the people in whatever department I'm, you know, writing about. So for instance, if I'm talking about my flooring department, I take that, bam, I hit a button, automatically emails those screenshots as a PDF file to everyone in my flooring department and myself. Same thing with home decor. If I do a work list there, I can just write my work list out and instead of like making photocopies or having to go back to a computer and type it up. I just use the Rocketbook app. And it's so brilliant the way that it, like, takes the information that I put on the paper with the erasable pen and then it converts it to the PDF file. Um, I just, I really like it. So far, it seems seamless. All the images come out clear. Uh, I found a way, not not a way, it's the way that they set up, but I kind of finally played with a little bit and I figured it out. And now I know how to, there's some designations I can put when I'm starting my work list. And I can put that designation in a certain area, format it a certain way. And when I take that picture, it automatically names my file what I want it to be. So I could put zippity doodah is the, in this area. And when I take that picture, it's going to rename the file to zippity Duda. So it's not just like generic, like rocket book file 02040072020, pm you know. And that really makes me happy. Um, I'm looking into it and I have found out that there is a way to take that picture and convert it into more of a text-based format. So then I can take that document and go in and edit it before I send it out if I want to. I haven't played with that yet because I haven't really needed to, but it's something I'm going to be doing. I I love these Rocketbook notebooks. And in fact, they have a Kickstarter going, which is going to be like legal pad sized. It's going to use magnets and it's going to have a clipboard. And that's what I'm going to end up using at work because a clipboard format is going to work so much better for me. And I can't wait for it. I've already put money into it. I just have to wait until, like, October when they start shipping. Yeah, it's a long way away. But Rocketbook is changing the way I do notes at work. And this is not sponsored by them. I just really like it. Now, let's get into some other things. Last night, I didn't get any sleep. I am tired. Um, I got to bed somewhere between... Well, I didn't get to bed. I was in bed. But I fell asleep somewhere between 12.30 and 1 a.m. And then the wife was getting up and getting ready for work, but Sophia woke up at 4.30 this morning. She woke up screaming and crying, and I'm assuming maybe a bad dream or something, because it took me about a half hour to get her settled back down. So then, you know, I got her settled down, 
She's laying in bed with daddy, and she just refused to go back to sleep. So I got maybe four hours of sleep, and that means that my whole day is going to be powered by G Fuel and energy drinks. Now, because of the whole healthy thing, because trying to get back into the cycle, I am going to have one energy drink today. I'm going to limit myself, and I'm going to try to get back off of them. So it is going to happen. It is going to take a little bit of time because I got myself hooked on them again. It's my cycle, but I will get back off of them, and G Fuel is going to help me get there. Now, let me talk about that whole dieting thing. This is my fat man in Vegas portion, right? Let me take a drink first. Ah, you know what? You know what season hit? This season, it's called Lent. For all you Catholics out there, you know what I'm talking about. You understand that Lent comes around. Everybody does this weird thing where they're like, in order to show my devotion and become more at one with the Lord, I am going to give something up. I am going to give something up that is tough, that is hard, that challenges me. So, I'm giving up Catholicism. It's the joke I make every year. Anyway, I'm not really Catholic. My wife is. So, what I do to support her is I will give something up. And I've given this up before. It has worked really well for me. Um, like I said, I'm not Catholic. But knowing that I'm giving it up to support something my wife believes in gives me a bigger drive and determination to succeed. And so I'm giving up junk food for Lent. So, I don't know, what is that, 30 days and 30 nights, 40 days and 40 nights? Um, no more chips. No more donuts. You know, I bring some donuts home for the kids as rewards. I'm not going to be partaking in them. Now, I might have a little bite once in a while because Sophia, the two-year-old, she loves to stuff food in daddy's mouth. And it would be rude for me to just, like, spit it out and throw it away. But, I mean, that's all very, very minor. I'm not going to sit down and have two donuts. I'm not going to have a bag of chips. Um... The one thing I might do a little bit of is, like, some popcorn, you know, with the kids on movie nights, stuff like that. But no ice cream, no cookies, all the hardcore snacks, they are out of my life until this lentil thing is over. Now, the last time I did this, I had an epic splurge the day that it was over. So, we'll see what happens this time. We'll see how I feel. We'll see how I look. We'll see, uh, you know, how sexy this beach body is going to get. Um... Just to bring it up now, the Backlog Busters, we are recording on Saturday. So if you have any questions, you have a day to get them to us. Uh, drop it on the Backlog Busters Twitter account. Email it, backlogbusters at grouchy.com. Do whatever you have to do to get it to us. Send it to one of the guys. Everybody will uh, be happy to participate and take your questions. And the other thing is, the last thing that dropped for us, did you listen to the... Uh, the retro episode talking about Mega Man with uh, Blaze Knight and Backlog Odyssey. That's something new that we're looking to uh, bring out every once in a while, maybe once a month, where, you know, something retro we'll be playing. We'll have like two or three of us just sitting down and talking about it, talking about our feelings, how we thought about it when we were younger, how we think about it now. Uh, we've gotten some pretty positive feedback on it so far. So it's it's something we definitely want to keep going. And, you know, I've said it before, but like, once once I got through 
the the whole fog, the whole depression of, you know, Turkey and I weren't going to be able to record every month and he needed to step back and I didn't have any time and it was the holidays and it made it worse and then we went through a six-week reconstructive surgery in my work. You know, once I, uh, you know, just like, you know what? I miss this. I need this. This podcasting thing, you know, just sitting down with my turkey buddy, it's something that I crave and I needed to do it so... You know, I put together this this B team, this backlog team, you know, the A team of podcasting, but the B team of playing the games that are new, you know, and, and I love it. These guys come to the table, they come up with their own ideas, um, and, you know, now there was like, this first episode was something that was done and neither Jeremy or I were involved, and that's pretty awesome thinking that, you know, we're a little over two years into this. And now we've expanded, now we have helpers, and now we have, you know, people that are just, like, pushing the brand forward and doing stuff without us so that pretty soon they can cut us out and take over the world without us. Wow, that's actually kind of depressing. So, um, next thing before I get into the questions, wanted to apologize. I uh, listened to the Pants Podcast, and the one thing I noticed was that my question was not read by Sean Capri, nor was it answered. Then, I was all confused. My responses were answered. Like, if I responded to something, like when I talked about how my farts smell like french fries, that was that was in there. But my question wasn't. Gotta pick up a baby. So, what I found is that I took the time to go into Patreon, and I took the time to type up this question that had a lot of words in it, and I never hit send. And then I remembered... I was in the middle of thought when one of my children distracted me and I had to go do something. I put my phone down. By the time I got back to it, I believe my two-year-old had picked up the phone and closed every app on my phone. So the Patreon thing was gone. My question was gone. It was all gone. It disappeared. And then I just assumed that I sent it and I never went back. So, Sean, I'm sorry. You'll have a question next week. But let's get into the questions that were asked of me. First, Octo Taco. If I were a pizza, what kind of pizza would I be? I'm going to start out simple. I'm going to start out with my favorite pizza. I would be a thin crust pizza with pepperoni and jalapenos. Oh yeah, that is my go-to. Thin crust, pepperoni, jalapenos. I love it. The spicy jalapeno, the deliciousness of the pepperoni. It's perfect. Now... In recent times, when the toppings are free, I have been known to start adding things. One, if possible, I'll switch to a cauliflower crust because I really, really dig it. It tastes great, and uh, in theory, it's healthier. So I can trick myself into believing that even though I'm eating a whole pizza, it's healthier because it has cauliflower crust. Then I start putting extra vegetables on it to make me think it's healthier, too. I'll put green peppers on there. I'll put banana peppers on there. And something that recently I tried, I'm going to start doing it a little bit more often, see how much I like it. I'm going to put some pineapple on there because the sweetness, the sweet, sweet juices of that pineapple counteract the spicy of the jalapeno so well. It's it's a mouth flavor made in heaven. It's better than chocolate-covered broccoli. It's better than chocolate-covered Deep-fried, bacon-wrapped pickles. Yes, Sophia? Sophia right now is my podcast buddy. She wanted to come over and see what Daddy was talking about. 
She wants a baba. So, let me get a baba before I switch to question two. Question two comes from Egg Shen. His question is, what is a game I've come back to multiple times that I wanted to finish, but I've never been able to finish it? So, you know, here's the thing. Recently, the game on my mind, that game is Fire Emblem Three Houses. You know, I got halfway through it, and it took me a long time to get there. In fact, I had to put it down and come back to it to get to the halfway point. But as soon as that halfway point was over, I put it down again. And I've come back to it like two other times, and whatever it is, I just am not in the mood to complete it. I want to complete it. I want to see how the story plays out. I like the combat. I like the characters. I enjoy the gameplay. But for whatever reason, every time I pick it up, I just, I don't have that desire to continue. So, that is why I'm playing Danganronpa. It's like, maybe, maybe this is my palate cleanser. Maybe after this I can go back to Fire Emblem. Ryan Craig, if I were a superhero, what is my name, my power, and my catchphrase? So, obviously, my name is Grouchy. So, I'm going with Grouchy. I'm just going to be the Grouchy superhero. I'm a cranky, cranky old man. My power... My power is just going to be empathy. I want to... I want to help people out. I want to make them feel better. I don't want to be super strong. I don't want to be super fast. I don't want to... I don't want to look through the walls and see naked women in the, the bathrooms and in the showers at gyms. I want to be able to have people sit down and talk to me and have them feel better about life afterwards. And my catchphrase? My catchphrase is going to be, Backloggers unite! Because everything should be about the backlog, right? Octo Taco. If I could sit and speak with a video game character... Who would it be and what would I say? So, I'm going to pick Kratos. I want to interview him for the podcast. And I want to talk to him about his past anger issues, how he overcame them, and what are his plans moving forward. I know he's got a son. I know he's got extra responsibilities. But how is he going to keep that anger in check so that he doesn't go back to the God-murdering monster that he was before? Eggshen, have I ever been defeated by a game I really wanted to finish? Uh, Well, I have two answers. But I eventually did beat them. Um, the first one I'm going to go to the most recent, and that's Devil Survivor. Played it on my DS, and this was the original Devil Survivor. So I didn't do any extra battles. I had the difficulty on too hard. And then when I got up to the first real big boss of the game, it was 100% impossible for me to beat him. I put multiple hours into trying, and I was at a point where I couldn't go back and level myself up any further. So I had to put the game away. But then they came out with the new version for the 3DS, and I played smarter, and I finally beat them, and then I went through and beat the game. The other game was Final Fantasy VII, and this was a disc glitch, and I'm sure I've talked about it before, but the problem with that game was, when you went down to go fight Sephiroth, the game froze. There was a problem with my disc, so I put all those hours into the game only to not be able to beat it. Um, I would go back, and I'd power level myself, and I'd try to fight the weapons, and I'd keep saving, but I could never get to Sephiroth. So eventually, like, a year or two later, I borrowed a buddy's disc, I went down, I destroyed him, I rolled credits, and 
I live with the fact that I finally beat the game. Um, and I'm looking to Final Fantasy VII Remaster and hoping I don't have any problems the same. Ryan Craig. Ever considered deleting a child's save file or profile as a form of discipline? Now, here's the funny thing. I have, in the past, deleted the game data off the PlayStation 4. Like, if the kid was playing FIFA or a random game... So I would just go in there and delete the data. That way, the next time he wanted to play, he'd have to sit through the 30 minutes to an hour for the game to reinstall itself. He had access to his saved data, but he was really annoyed because, why am I deleting his data? Um, then, one day, he made me very angry, and I deleted his complete profile, forgetting that it was going to delete his saved data, too, because he doesn't have PlayStation Plus. His games aren't backed up to the cloud. Once you put that profile back on, it's starting fresh over. So yeah, I've done that, and I feel good about it. Um, two more questions, maybe. Nope, one more question. Ryan Craig, final question. Save the best for last. Backlog Busters meet up at my place for a party. What does everybody bring? Oh yeah. I stand here with my daughter in my hands, talking into a microphone. And what everybody brings, the first thing, before I get into individuals, everybody brings family. You bring your family, you bring your wife, your husband, your kids, whatever. You bring your family. This is the Backlog Busters meetup. This is a family yeah! event. And I need people to entertain my children and my wife. So you bring your family because I want to know, who are these people that make you tick? What is it that you're living your life for? What is it that has helped you become the man that you are currently? And I know for me, that answer is family. It's my wife. It's my children. I am a completely different person without these people in my life. They have changed me for the better, and I know they've done the same for you. Now into the individual stuff. And we'll wrap this up because I'm approaching 30 minutes. My goodness, I have talked today. Ryan. Ryan is going to bring a gluten-free version of any classic for all the backloggers to try. Ryan and his family, they live gluten-free. They've got uh, issues out there. So... They're going to bring something, you know, like, because a lot of us outsiders, we look and we're like, ooh, gluten-free, you don't do that? And we're all like, I'm not going to live my life that way. But I know he's got a bunch of stuff out there that he eats and a bunch of recipes that we would all just really, really enjoy. Uh, trash Turkey is going to, yes, I know, I know, this is cliche. Trash Turkey is going to bring his favorite turkey dish. We are going to eat it. It is going to be delicious. And then afterwards, we will mourn the loss of his family member. But you know what? There's like 200 billion turkeys out there. He might not even miss Grandma. Patrick, the Backlog Odyssey. He is... Now, this is something that he doesn't actually have to work at. But he's going to bring a new creation from his wife, the Octotaco. He's going to bring... Uh, it's going to have a theme. It's going to be new friends and new beginnings. And she's going to create one of these amazing little recipes that she writes about up on their blog... And they talk about, and he's going to bring that. We're going to all eat it and enjoy it. Blaze Night, because this has recently come up from your wife. Blaze is going to bring his favorite pizza creation because, one, he's got a great tradition with his wife. Two, who doesn't love pizza? You know who doesn't love pizza? Crazy people. You can have gluten-free pizza. You can have pizza for the kids. You can have pizza for the adults. You can make a pizza and have a million toppings, and everybody gets to put their own on there. But Blaze is going to have his favorite creation, his favorite pizza dish. Now, that's the guys, but here's the thing. 
the backlog busters don't really stop there. We have we have Hungry Pup. He's a guy who contributes. Um, he's a guy that's going to be on the podcast. You know, he's he's kind of like our you know one of our extras. And I'm going to bring him into the fold. He's going to come in and. You know, he's going to bring a PowerPoint presentation on his spreadsheets and note-taking. Because if you guys listen to his episode where he talked about that, it was intense. I would have had to sit down and listen to it like four or five times to truly dissect everything he was talking about. And then the last guy. Uh, this is a guy where I have been talking about doing something with him for a long time. He's going to do something for the Backlog Busters. He's going to be on the podcast. He's going to be a part of our little, little growing tight-knit group. And that is Skinny Matt. And Skinny Mad is bringing something that when you get a bunch of adults together and you've got a bunch of food and you've got a bunch of wives running around telling you what you're supposed to be doing and you've got a bunch of kids bossing you around and being cute and bratty and all this other stuff, what do you need? You need beer. So Skinny Matt, he lives in an area where he's got some micro-brews I don't have access to. He's going to bring those micro-brews. He's also going to bring some Jenny beers that I don't have access to because I got Jenny. I got old-fashioned Jenny, and he's got a lot of Jennies that I don't have access to. So, this was a bit on the longer side. I wax poetic about everything. This is Grouchy Surge. I am the fat man in Vegas. Peace out and trapper on, dudes.